These are the Keishi Tapes. You Man and Favaz explore the backstories and interviews heard on Keishi, the longest-running rock station in the country. Welcome to Keishi Tapes Podcast, episode 120. I'm John Hewlett, along with Favaz. Hi, John. Hello. Today, it's an interview you did with Kevin Cronin of Ario Speedwagon, and he had guests. Yeah, and he had Bruce Hall. This came, This comes uh, from April 3rd, 2007, so almost 14 years ago. Uh, this was when we inducted Ario Speedwagon into the Casey Real Rock Hall of Fame, which we have online. And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they might be the first inductees ever. Uh, oh, really? I think uh, mm-hmm. we, d- we recorded this thing in the annex building at Union Station. I remember uh, we, you know, we had already moved to the powerhouse building, so we went back to the annex and we had the whole thing decorated. Uh, we had some listeners come down. Uh, they played live, I think, and um, you know, it was uh, it was just really really cool. Uh, yeah. Kevin Cronin and Ario and uh, Bruce Bruce Hall. I, mm-hmm. I never thought it would have happened. And Bruce so. is not with the group anymore, or is oh, he? Oh no, he, he is. Still he's is. still so he's the guy that sings back on the road again, of oh, course. Yeah, okay. And um, yeah, he's still in the band. So, so here we go. That's right. They they couldn't have come on a crappier day. Why'd you say that? I don't know. Was <laughs> it raining? <laughs> but they're here nonetheless. Everybody, I give you Kevin Cronin. And Bruce Hall, right here. Come on over, guys. And the crowd goes crazy. Blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Here they all are all wet. So it was raining. Yeah, pouring down raining. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, of course, Sweet Meat. Sweet Meat is still alive after 40 years. Man, that's amazing. Looking good, too. Man. That's the one without the doobie, though. Is it? It is. Oh, really? So now we're politically correct? No, 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 no. We've gone back to our decadent uh, ways, but uh, we had to take them out in the 80s for a while. You did. Oh, well, I'm sorry to hear that. I, you know, we, we took ours out in the 80s for a while. No, we actually, we, we put ours in in the 80s. We took it out recently, but that's all other stuff. Well, have a seat, guys. We have microphones for you. Get comfortable. What do you think of this little setup? It's nice, isn't it? We've got, to, to describe it to the uh, folks in Radioland, we've got... Uh, looks like amplifiers, road cases, Sweet Meat's head from the costume, a couple TVs with uh, Casey Playhouse in the background, Miller Lite sponsor TV going, and velvet curtains. How about the REO uh, insignia on the uh, black curtains there? Babes. Babes. We've got babes. And, uh, Kevin and Kevin and Bruce got a show uh, on the way over because it was raining outside and they got to run over with Katie Cruz. Wow, Katie was still. Oh, so she she, she she was there. I could hear her laughing in the background. Yeah. So oh, she was still with she, us. So she was all wet, kind of giving a wet T-shirt look or something? No. I, I don't know. No. Duly so- sopping wet, which was the plan. We waited until the rain started, and then we were like, Katie, let's go. So, you know, we're, we're, yeah, we've been in this business for a long time, guy. You know? yeah. I was just about to say uh, you're yeah, wrong. I picked up on it, yeah. Yeah. Rock stars, you know how to work it. All right, so you want to get comfortable? You want me to take that? All right. So, um, guys, congratulations on a new record. Yeah, the new record is called Find Your Own Way Home, and it's only in Walmarts? Well, for the time being. The, whoa. The, uh, yeah, the, uh, our friends at, at Walmart. Uh, Whoever's working the mics that day was not <clears throat> doing a good job of pumping up the... I don't remember who was mixing it. It was just this awesome thing where we met this guy. This, we call him Walmart Troy, and Walmart Troy is one of the, like, the, big, the big cheeses at Walmart. He's, like, he's in charge of the whole music thing, but he used to be a bass player in a band when he was a kid. 
cover an REO Speedwagon. Really? Place, right? So we, we met the guy, and we went out to the tour bus, basically locked him in, got him totally drunk, and, and played our new record for him, which is not true, of course. <laughs> but we did have a couple of beers with Troy and played him the rough mixes of Find Your Own Way Home, and he was like, this, this is cool. So next thing we knew, a few months later, we get a phone call going, guys, let's, let's do something. And it's very awesome because, you know, in this day and age, it is, it's a tough thing to get, to, to, get a, to get somebody behind you in a situation like this. And uh, so Troy came through. I, so, think, uh, I think the Eagles are doing the same thing for their new they record coming up. They are. Eagles, Eagles got the same thing going. And uh, it's, uh, it's kind of cool. So, yeah, so, it's, so for the first three weeks, uh, it's going to be available at Walmart. And then after the 24th of April, it'll be on iTunes and Dunkin' uh, Donuts. Good. I'm glad and you're going wherever. straight to iTunes. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, and everywhere else, too. You know, they're all, whatever, all the other stores. But Walmart. Yeah, this is 2007. Mm-hmm. And we're talking about getting music that way. Yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, this this digital age has been around quite a while now. Stop and think about it. And uh, bands putting out music that way, uh, you know, like I said, two thousand seven. When when did it start? I don't even remember. I don't know. I, I don't know. The nineties was CDs, right? So it had to be in the two thousands. Early two thousands. Early two thousands. Yeah. Are the people that have been that have supported us? So you know, I want to encourage everybody to, to you know, you can get it on, on the internet, Walmart.com, or you can go down to your friendly neighborhood Walmart store. We might you might find us there. Well, you were in Highland, fact. Illinois, just what a couple hours ago, or is it tonight? Yeah, tonight. 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 Yeah. What, what time? Six o'clock. Highland. Six o'clock. That's Casey Country up there, guys. Oh, so wait, and Casey Country and Ario Speedwagon Country is one and the same, it my is. friend. It's as all you Missouri well know. and Illinois and uh, everywhere you, in between. Yep, you guys have been with us since the very beginning, and. Uh, it's, it's just it's great to be here. At All right, I so tell you. I was so thrilled to see you guys do the anthem Monday night at Bush Stadium. iTunes kind of started in 2001. Hmm. Hey, we're talking about they they did the anthem at Bush Stadium. Do you remember that? <laughs> well, I had to have been there. Uh, yeah, I kind well, of. Well, let's listen to more of it. You were. How do you think we felt? Well, man? your face was great, man. You were just like, I mean, you could not stop. <laughs> Smiling. Now, uh, had you ever done that anywhere before? The anthem? Oh yeah, yeah. we've we, we had done that a few times over the years. We really? hadn't done it in a while though. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, we've but but never we, for opening day. Never. Corrections. iTunes started two thousand three. Thanks. Yeah, never at opening That's day. That's a biggie. That's huge. That's well, opening day with the World Championship team too, the right. Cardinals, and you know oh, the, yeah. the Tony Larusa, the is manager, coming back a to you now. It is. So <laughs> it was great to see Tony and. Uh, they, I mean, they just, they treated us so great. Check it. So we get there, and, and, and they bring us right down into the locker room. We're hanging with the players, you know, eating, you know, eating at the little buffet they have for them, hanging out with Scott. Scott Spezio, of course, he's a, he's kind of a bud. He's a, he's a, you know, a rock and roller yes, at heart he and everything. And Wasn't so he, just, uh, uh, you find out when you meet these ball players that, that John. all of them want to be rock and rollers, you know. Wasn't Scott Spezio suspended or whatever for drug use yes he was okay they would they, they would they would yeah right they are they are it's uh scott uh, is, is definitely one of them what was it like though to because i've in the old bush stadium i i filled in as the pa announcer once and you know you listen to yourself and it comes back and it bounces back at you how hard is it when you're singing is it bouncing back at you does it throw you well off a uh, guy for professionals like us it might, <laughs> might it might be difficult for the for the average uh, guy but uh you know we're uh, we're, we're professionals what can i tell you yeah well yeah they got to try to hit the flyover right um it's timed out they have to practice before they before mm-hmm. the, and they time it right and then and not just them but any artist and then when it comes time to go live right 
hopefully they don't speed up because they're nervous. Right. And then you got the planes coming over too soon, and it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't. So it's it's always a crapshoot when those things. Love the flyovers. Those are cool. They are cool. Yeah. Although, as some would say, I think it was Jack Joe Buck just recently said oh, oh, he got yeah, caught off mic. Yeah, yeah, Troy yeah. yeah. Your tax yeah. dollars hard at work. <laughs> right. I was just thinking though, if one guy screws up the lyric, it's going to throw everybody else off. Well, that's why all five of us did it. It's kind of like moral support. And uh, but yeah, we've done it. And then you times. did it last night in Kansas City, right? Did it last night in Kansas City as well, and. Uh, so we're, uh, you know, it was just such perfect timing that, that our record... No wonder we didn't win in 2007. We had the guys who <laughs> sang the national anthem opening day in Kansas City. Oh, that's it. The next night here in St. Louis, and they jinxed the whole damn season. Anything <clears throat> connected with Kansas City does not work out, does not work out right in St. Louis. Is it better sorry. than Chicago? No, just as bad. Oh. Comes out today and opening day in, in Kansas City and St. Louis, two of the two of the you know the capitals of REO country, uh, had open had their opening days. Yeah, but Kansas City became a capital of REO country after St. Louis made them the <laughs> capital. So they were cheating, or not cheating, but copying off of us. Right. It was just like just kind of meant to be. And you know, I also thought as, as I was watching that on TV that you played both Bush stadiums now. Yes. You can say that. I know. I know. How was, cool is that? It was very cool. I know. Yes, right Absolutely. on. All right, well, you know what? Let's play Smiling in the End. Get you guys comfortable. Get the, uh, I love that. Get the uh, instruments ready and stuff. This is the first single. Of course, Casey's playing it. And, I love uh, that, man. The uh, new record is called Find Your Own Way Home in Walmarts today, but uh, everywhere else in about three weeks. Three weeks. All right, this is Smiling in the End. It's REO Speedwagon. It's Casey 95. Okay, we can't play the music, so we had to get through that real fast, and we're picking up where the, the song ended. By the way, they sounded awfully good on the, whatever they were recording. Yeah, that recording. On, yeah. yeah, that sounded like REO Speedwagon. Yeah. yeah. G95, Real Rock Radio, it's REO Speedwagon. Oh, wait, they, they, they weren't performing live. They did not do that live. Oh, okay, I'm no, sorry. not that one. Yeah. Oh, they did perform live. I think, but I don't know. Oh. Live in the Annex building at Sweet Meats Playhouse, we have Kevin Cronin, lead vocalist, and uh, bass player Bruce Hall. And uh, you sound in fine voice in that song, Kevin. I feel good, you know. And just so you, just so you know, that record is all five of the band members. Bruce and right. I are just out here. We right, of we, course. We picked the short straw, so they sent us out on the road for the promo <laughs> tour. Now, where's the hometown uh, Neil Dowdy, though? The hometown Neil Dowdy. I know you. I figured think. he'd want to come and uh, see. Here's the thing. Neil has been with the band for so long now. That he just he shows up basically at when he's when he he started he the damn thing. Didn't he started the damn thing. He now he's like you know, we're 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 lucky if he shows up for the gigs. You know, <laughs> for the so Neil, he for all we know, he could be like in the south of France, lounging on our in some island somewhere now. But uh, but Neil, yeah, Neil uh, is um, is somewhere in America. I think he's up in Minneapolis at the I moment. He's he's right. in love. Neil's in love. Oh. He's got a new girlfriend, and he's like, uh, he's he's out of his mind. He's like, she's <laughs> she's an English teacher, and he's like now all he talks about is Shakespeare and stuff. It's like he's oh, really? he's, he's he's out wow. of his mind. In other words, he's boring the hell out of everybody. Yep. I'm glad he's not on the road with. Yeah, I'm glad you <coughs> stuck him there. We love him. All right, so let me ask you before you play, find your own way home. That title tells me that you had some type of attitude when you named the album. Well, I see, I, I, I know where you're coming from. That but some people have said that it sounds like, like it's almost like uh, you were with someone, and then you kind of was like, when the when the evening was over, it was like, okay, find your own way home, get out of here. That's not no, that's not it. Basically, find your own way home is more of a thing like 
if you have to find your own way home, that means maybe you're lost a little bit. And, and really, this, uh, this new CD, I, I, you could characterize it as if you look at life as, a, as an interstate and you're cruising down the 55 interstate. 55 from yeah, Chicago yeah, to uh, St. Louis. Absolutely, right. baby. Cruising down 55 from Chicago down to St. Louis. And it's a nice night, but it's, a little, but it's winter time and you're, you're driving along. You're kind of like just grooving. And next thing you know, you hit an overpass, hit some black ice, and your car ends up in the ditch. Uh-huh. Well, emotionally speaking, that's pretty much what happened to me back <laughs> in about 2003. And, and you know, I kind of looked at, you know, climbed out of the wreckage and, Next thing I knew, there was Bruce there right next to me. He was coming down I-74 from <laughs> Champaign. He went over the same bridge. And the next thing we knew, the whole band was, wa- was, was down there. And so it was, uh, you know, kind of a you know, couple of years of what the band was doing great. I mean, we were on tour with Journey and Sticks, you know, right. rocking and playing arenas all over the country. And so the, the band was tight. And, but our personal lives, I don't know what happened, man. It, it just, everything just hit the fan like for all of us, almost at the same I time. Think about it. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, he he got divorced and he got then he got remarried. He has little young children as of maybe four or five years ago. Oh, does he really? I think so. Oh, I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah, wow. very young children. I'm glad you wrote <laughs> an album about it though. Right. Well, your behind the music on VH1 was a good one. I I enjoyed that one. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. Well, yeah. But apparently now we can add on to the thing. Right? Well, yeah, yeah. This is the newest chapter. But this this uh, this CD, it's a it's a ten song CD. It's every song is on there because it's almost like each song is a chapter of the story in a way. Even though it wasn't planned that way, it kind of turned out that way because all the songs came from this real compact time period. And and out of the darkness, man, comes you know comes the light. And and uh, yes. so these songs really do kind of chronicle the story of of uh of how we climbed our way out of the ditch and here we are today man and uh so that that's where the album title came from Th- there's a song called find your own way home on the record which is probably you know the emotional centerpiece of the of the uh, as far we're as we're gonna play something writing. else from it here in just a little while yeah but, let's but, go but you've got a guitar bruce has got oh, his bass gosh, I, I was wondering you know what, what this thing what? was i wish we could play this you know, because I, I'm not sure what song. I know they do "Time for Me to Fly" at some point, but mm-hmm. let, let's play on here till we can't. Uh, what uh, this piece of wood with strings on it? <coughs> a guitar, you say? You're going my to, my! You're going to play for us. I'm going to get out of the way. Yeah. Well, what, what would we you play? like to play? Well, I'll tell you what. We just, uh, you know, in, in our in our little uh, trot over here across the street uh, with the lovely Katie, we. Uh, by the way, we enjoyed that was one of the most the nicest strolls in the rain that uh, um, in recent memory. Yeah, but we, you know what? You, you should have seen the T-shirt she had on yesterday. It was damn, much better. Than we should have. I'm sorry. I don't We're coming back tomorrow to see which one she is. <laughs> what time of year was this? Summer. April. April. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Katie, could you just email us on a daily basis a, a, a T-shirt du jour picture? That would be nice. Everybody loves so, Katie. Um, no wonder he got divorced in two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Okay. We got to stop here? Yeah. Okay. Okay, he just did a live acoustic version of Riding the Storm Out, kind of jazzy sounding. Yeah, kind of like, hey, <laughs> hey. I don't know what to do. Wow. <laughs> that was awful. No, that <laughs> was. Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall of Ario Speedwagon. What a cool version. That reminded me of Moondance from Van Morrison. Yeah. See, there you go. Yeah, I was going to say when yeah. I was fast-forwarding through it, I, that, that song came to my head. Really? It kind of sounded like Moondance. Didn't it? Well, obviously, yeah. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, he's got that vibe, he said, yeah. Mm -hmm. When you've got acoustic guitars, you can just take the songs and turn them inside out, have some fun with them. Sure can. All right, so uh, Kevin and Bruce are here. They're not going anywhere. We need to take a break, 
And we'll come back uh, with more live Kevin Cronin, Bruce Hall, and Ario Speedwagon at Sweet Meats Playhouse. Let's hear it. Okay. Sweet Meats Playhouse. Yes, that's what we were calling it. That's right. The new record is out today in Walmart's Find Your Own Way Home, and it'll be everywhere else in about three weeks or so. And I was just talking to Kevin that uh, records that mean a lot to us, you know, in our, in our lives and stuff, the greatest live record ever recorded was You Get What You Play For from REO Speedwagon. Recorded right here recorded in Recorded at Keel Auditorium, yeah, exactly. which, of course, is now Scott Trade Center. Aha. And, um, and Irv Zuckerman from Contemporary Productions yeah. introduces him on that live album, and his voice cracks. Mm-hmm. He's bringing him out. He goes something like, uh, St. Louis, give a warm welcome to REO Speedwagon. <laughs> it was recorded at Keel, actually. I think yeah. it said Scott Trade, but... Was it three of the four sides that was recorded? or uh? I think, well, we, we recorded in, in Indianapolis, St. Louis, and Kansas City, and there's various tracks from different cities. I don't exactly recall exactly what tracks were from where. I could, I yeah. could find out from you. I'll get back <laughs> to you on that one. But I'm, I'm digging the red. The, there's, there's, a serious, there's a serious amount of red action in this room. Yes, I don't know why. Is. Why we would that uh, be, I wonder? Let red me drapes. think. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyway, what do you remember about the recording of that record? Anything in particular? Not much, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Bruce, do you remember anything about your going? Not a bit. Uh, <laughs> wait, that was, was a Bruce didn't have anything to say. He, he was not on that record. Yeah. Well, when you have Kevin, you don't yeah. need anybody else yeah, to talk. Yeah, that's right. Nobody cares. Sure, understand. I understand. But no, I, I'll tell you what. We were, I mean, Ario Speedwagon was kind of, we were on our last legs as far as Epic Records was concerned because they had stuck with us for six albums and we never quite, you know, got into a position where they uh, made any money off of us. You know, they were supporting us, and, and which was great in those days because nowadays, man, you you know, young bands today, they make one record. If it, if it yeah, doesn't sell done. a million copies, yeah. see you later. But uh, they stuck with us for a long time. But we... Um, and, and also, we were never really happy with, with our recordings. We kind of liked the REO TWL record. There was some, but, but n- we didn't feel like anyone really, any producers really captured the essence of the band. And, but we always, I swear to God, this is true, we would travel around the country playing, you know, bars and small gigs and everything. But whenever we came to St. Louis, We'd be, you know, we'd be playing, you know, these, you know, Keel Auditorium, these huge gigs, and we were, we always or Bush Stadium. Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> absolutely, we did that too, but, uh, but we just thought that we needed to come back, to, you know, to, to the roots of the band, and record a live album because that way we could control what it sounded like. It wouldn't be some producer trying to make us sound some other way. So that's that was our plan, just to come back and spend a couple of days in in, in our favorite cities, uh, which and basically. St. Louis was it for us, man. You know, Saint, the people in St. Louis were the supporters from day one. Casey was the first radio station to play one of our songs, and so we figured, yay! Yeah. <laughs> and they're still here, man. I love it. But uh, so we figured this was the place to come. And uh, w- when we made that live record, that was really the turning point for us. And uh, and you know, and on a personal note, Gary's guitar on that whole record was just uh, very inspiring. Oh yeah. Least. I mean, let's face it. Gary Richrath is a he's a classic. He's Do you uh, ever talk to him anymore at all? Or yeah, I talk to him live. I talk to him live. Yeah. At that point, mm-hmm. to him once in a while, not 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 as often as as I'd like. You know, obviously the behind the music thing. We, uh, the, you know, VH1 was actually trying to kind of orchestrate yeah. a, a reunion there. Were and they? Yeah, and it and it, it it was close to happening, and it's just it's one of the it's hard to describe, you know, but it's just one of those things where, I you know like once the once the sparks stop flying man it's just hard to get him going again sure. and, and uh but you know but gary, well, plus gary was he looked terrible yeah he did. he did not take care of himself no i think that was part of it he didn't want to get back out in the yeah. stage in front he didn't of care yeah. yeah yeah plus he didn't need to do it anymore he was pretty much done with it all right you know i think so 
I mean, for Bruce and I, Gary was yeah. like uh, a big brother to us, you know, in yep. a lot of ways. He, uh, he he's a, I think he's okay. I think he's still trying to make some music. I think he's doing Where does he live at? California. Yeah, California. He, lives in, he lives in the neighborhood, so yeah. we, uh, we bump into him in the grocery store from now and then. <laughs> but, uh, but he's, uh, yeah, he taught me everything I know about rock and roll. I, yeah. I definitely... Uh, That'd be weird to bump into somebody in the grocery store every once in a while you created worldwide renowned music with and just, hey, how's it going? Well, yeah. I think he was joking. Uh, but yeah. it would be weird to bump into him anywhere. Yeah, you know, yeah, totally. After after yeah. after accomplishing something like that, right? And then it becomes just a casual. Hey, every once in a while, you run to run into somebody at the gas station, like you know, we're, we're talking about the live record. He played on a high infidelity. That was yeah. like their biggest selling record of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, a lot to, to Gary and, you know, have nothing but the warmest feelings for him and wish him the best always. So. All right. even, even though they tried to kill each other a couple times. <laughs> right. Will you play again? Please? No, I'm sorry. We're a little busy right now. All right. <laughs> <laughs> it's Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall. It's Ario Speedwagon. It's KSU 95. Well, you know, we could do, we can play just about anything you guys want. I mean, and, uh, you know, pull over to the side of the road and yell out your window what you want to hear there, folks. Yell uh, something out. Roll the changes. There right. we go. This guy pulled over his car, right? Pulled into the studio here. All right. Uh, let's do it this way. Wow. Acoustic version of Roll with the Changes. Let's hear that. I'd love to be able Just, to share it with you, but yeah. we can't. Mm. Okay. The song is over. We're continuing. <laughs> All right, who, that's your tech. Who, what's his name? Uh, that is Smooth, my guitar tech, who's also a, a great artist. Did you say Smooth? Right. smooth. We, well, you call him Smooth. smooth? That's his nickname, Mr. Steve Summers. Smooth. Band called EIEIO out of, out of Chicago, <laughs> man. Check him out. <laughs> Handsome looking guy. So, so what happened is that we have uh, the uh, costume of Sweet Meat, the, the head, and Smooth donned the head and was singing uh, <laughs> harmony there with Bruce Hall, which sounded actually really, really good, too. <laughs> nice job, man. You know what? I, I don't want to stop. Can you play something else, man? That oh, just sounded too, too good. Well, I'll tell you what. About all right. Time for me to fly. We'll do, we'll do one that any. What's that? Time for me to fly. All right. You guys got to sing along, though. All right? Okay. Everybody here? All right. I'm going to need you again, Smith. Right. Oh, God. Here comes Sweet Meat again. <laughs> you know, we've had some pigs on stage with us before, oh, but no, this is nice. ridiculous. <laughs> Yeah. Time, time for me to fly right there. That wasn't bad. Yeah. Ario Speedwagon, Kevin and Bruce here. What a freaking awesome song that is. Who, what woman did you write that about? I tell you what, man. <laughs> I wrote that song about my first love. I swear to God, first love. And a song, I wrote it like I started it, and, and I, it took me 10 years to finish it. And so when I wrote it, I was, j- I was just a kid. and, and uh, Really? Yeah, finished it 10 years later. Now, how do you keep something that around? I mean, did you have it in a notebook? I mean, how, how do you keep something like that? Yeah, you know, uh, <laughs> it just was one of those things. It gets lost in the shuffle of life, you know. Well, you know that so, some of them are, are like that, where you kind of write the verses, and uh, you haven't really lived long enough to figure out what the chorus is supposed to be yet. And I've done that a number. Can't fight this feeling was another one where I mm. wrote the verses. Kind of felt like I had, you know, captured something in the verses. And I wrote, man, I wrote some nasty sounding choruses to that song man they they just sucked bad and and i and i i felt like the verses you know had something that was really true for me and the the it was called like it was called uh uh my guiding light for a while you know a little uh that wouldn't have worked worked. (laughs) would not have worked and it was because it wasn't true you know so turned out that uh yeah plus it was a soap opera wasn't it guiding yeah, yeah totally 
10 years later, we finished it up. All right. What, well, what? should we play another uh, new song off the uh, new record? That's good. What a concept. And this and this will be a debut because obviously we've been playing Smiling in the End. We haven't had the full length CD. We have it now. Yeah. So uh, give you a chance to get a little water and stuff. We're going to play Dangerous Combination. I love that. And, and what is this about? Well, I'll tell you what, Dangerous Combination, <laughs> you know, I'm normally, uh, you know, I, I, I like to party like anybody else, but when it comes to songwriting, uh, feeling good, feeling a, good, uh, feeling good. <laughs> Sorry. You know, such a personal thing that that I normally write in a, you know, very uh, sober uh, state of mind. And this, but this particular song, uh, it was, uh, it was a night of uh, of wine tasting, uh, and uh, wine. you know, uh, <laughs> it, Bruce Hall's going going BS on that. Yeah, he is. It all came out of the same bottle. Uh, uh, un- uh, <laughs> So <laughs> there was not a variety of wine. It was a few bottles involved, but but uh, so I wrote the I wrote the following uh, lyric. I, I said, uh, "I've been thinking too much. I've been drinking too much. Oh, and thinking and drinking for me is a dangerous combination." And that's about as far as I got. Sound like a country song. It 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 is, it, it is kind of a country <laughs> song. And so uh, when I sobered up and and looked at that, I kind of felt like okay that's something worth finishing so uh we uh got down to rehearsal and uh, and our good buddy jimmy peterick was in town from chicago good friend yeah. jim peterick of survivor mm-hmm. who wrote a lot of songs for 38 special and others yep. former and, singer or no not singer survivor right? yeah he former guitar sur- player songwriter right. for survivor the ides of march you know all those great songs and, and an old old friend of mine from chicago and so he came down to rehearsal and the whole band was there and we kind of threw that idea around and next thing you know we had this tune dangerous combination check it out all right we're gonna play it right now dangerous combination new reo it's kc95 <laughs> kc95 real rock radio that's brand new reo Speedwagon from Find your own way home. I was going to say you get what you play for. Uh, and that's called Dangerous Combination. With me right now is Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall from the band. And uh, uh, fun, man. And this I is a lot of KC. fun. This is, this is like the old days. But I got a question for Bruce. Bruce, do you not, we're, we're, after we leave here, we're going to take a ride across the border into our home state of Illinois. Yes. And and we'll be uh, we're going to be singing some songs and signing some autographs someplace. Oh. Do you happen to know where that might be? Let me I, I, look it's, here. It slipped my mind. It I, I don't know how. Ah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> what? Where would that be? Yeah, any ideas? Be tonight at six o'clock at Walmart at Highland, Illinois. In Highland, Highland, Illinois. Illinois. So is that like forty minutes away from here or something like there that? There can only be one Highland walk. or one Walmart in Highland. So <laughs> about forty. It's, yeah, it's you nothing. can walk there. You can you can float there at this point. So, so how many, like, uh, typically the people in Highland tonight, what will they hear? Like three or four songs you play? Or, we, uh, yeah, or never you just know. stay as long as you want? You never know, man. Will we it be, just, is it just you and Bruce? Yeah, like I say, Bruce and I, are the, the rest of the guys are, 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 they're chomping the bit. Actually, they wish they were out here because, you know, we, we, the whole band was together and we, the other day when we did the national anthems and everything. And, and we, we really do. We miss one another because we are, this, this album has been a real bonding experience for the band. And I feel I mean, warm and fuzzy all yeah. of a sudden. <laughs> Feel the love, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you know, and and we're you know we're do out here just kind of, you know, doing this acoustic thing, and and Dave and Brian and Neil are like they're chomping at the bit, man. They can't wait to get out on the road, and and we'll we'll be out on the road this summer for sure. This summer, we will so be, we'll see you here. We'll be back in you St. Bet. Louis right. in the summertime. Okay, so we have to take a break. On the outside of the break, when we come back, we have a huge special announcement we that, do. that you two oh, no. don't even know about. <laughs> I know you guys don't know about, <laughs> and it involves something that we've been working very hard at the radio station for, and we were. Not going to let the cat out of the bag for a little while, but we're going to do it today because uh, it just should happen. There's no doubt. So stay right there. We'll take a break, and we'll come back more with Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall. (laughs) 
Have a big, big crowd it's, out there. It's pretty interesting. We well, I must say we haven't uh, played very many. Very many well, I'm We're playing Wall Mario's been. We've uh, been hanging out with Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall of REO Speedwagon. Once again, tonight, the Highland Walmart at 6 o'clock. These two will be there playing live, and I have a feeling you're going to have a big, big crowd it's, out there. It's pretty interesting. We, well, I must say, we haven't uh, played very many department stores over the, over the history <laughs> of the band. So this is something new, but I'll tell you what. you know, We put so much love and so much energy into this new record that whatever it takes, man, to get, get it into people's ears, we're out here having fun, playing music. I mean, come on. We could have a real job. You know? <laughs> That's right. We all could. All right. So I want to bring Katie Cruz out. We have a, a special announcement. Well, Let's hear it for time. Katie, everybody. Woo! I don't know where they want us for camera-wise, but um, just to set a little background, in maybe a month or something like that, we will have unveil a rock and roll museum, the Casey Virtual Real Rock Museum. And it's all going to be stuff about Casey and St. Louis. It's, uh, you know, uh, are we going to induct, uh, you know, The Clash? No. It's going to be bands that, uh, in our Hall of Fame, it's going to be bands that mean stuff to us. It's going to be videos of bands talking about St. Louis. It's going to be audio of interviews, and it'll take you through a museum. You'll be able to click on it and, and go through. And one of the wings that we will have in the museum is a Hall of Fame wing. So we've uh, had several meetings over the course of the last few weeks, and we were trying to, actually, it wasn't really hard to figure out at all. Uh, we, we, we don't want to tell who else is going to be in it, but it, it's been fun to figure out what bands have meant the most to Casey. Without a doubt, and it's been a lot of powwows, and uh, it was pretty much glaringly clear to us that uh, having such an amazing event and these amazing gentlemen and, and the, the legacy that they've helped Casey build and the legacy they built for themselves, we'd like to know, gentlemen, if you'd accept, it'd be our honor if you'd be our first inductees oh. into the Casey Hall of Fame. That's awesome. That is nice. That's just a, a little bit of a no-brainer for us, man. That is, that is a, that's, that's a great honor. honor. And I'll tell you what, if, if Ario, when, when Ario Speedwagon starts the Hall of Fame, Casey Radio will be the first one in, <laughs> invited into ours, too, man, because it's been a great partnership over the years. Still waiting. <laughs> Still waiting for what? That was kind of cool. To go into the Ario Speedwagon Hall of Fame. Oh. <laughs> Appreciate your support and continuing your support. It's, it means the world Thanks. to us. Thank you very much. That's right. So, Ario, the first one in. <laughs> And we have a couple of other bands that we'll be announcing over the course of the next few months, but, uh, you know, it's, it's perfect. You guys well, should be in awesome. it. that is awesome. That is awesome. Right. Thank you very much. All right, so much. I'm going to get out of the way so you can play some more. All right, we can play right. some more. I don't what? know if I can play after that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, what about acceptance speeches or anything like that? Uh, well, I, th I thought we just you gave it. I mean, really. That, Come on, I mean, ask me more formal. <laughs> hey, you know, baseball players, when they're in the Hall of Fame, yeah. when they sign autographs, they sign HOF Hall ah, of Fame in the really? year they were inducted. So now so we got to do now that. You guys got to start doing that. Man. Nobody will know right. what the hell tonight, it means. Tonight, tonight. K H O F. <laughs> Real rock radio. <laughs> start tonight. We will be signing that on our autograph tonight right. in Highland, Highland Illinois at the Walmart. Uh, H O F. W A L M A R T. Our first autograph since being inducted into this into the K C Real it. Radio Hall of Fame. K Hoff Radio. Cough. Cough Radio. <laughs> we cough live on the air when we, we don't uh, cover it up. My love. Right on. Thank you. Well, that was a surprise. You, Gosh, I don't know. I don't know what. I don't know how to follow that one up at all, doing? man. How about wrap up the interview so we can get the hell out of here? <laughs> I told you. <laughs> well, it's not what, my fault. Um, <laughs>
Let's see. What's gonna play? play here? We could do uh Golden Country. We're playing Golden Do Not a bit of it. Much How much time is left? Well, should say on the, when you're counting down. Uh, no. oh, Ten minutes. No way, me. How many uh, millions of copies did High Infidelity sell? Man, it, it, that was a phenomenal <laughs> thing, man. You, you, you couldn't, you could have fooled us, cause we, I mean, that record, believe it or not, out of the out of the ten tracks, I think at least seven of them were demos. Yeah. I mean, we literally, again, Epic Records was just about to pull the plug on us. Again? Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were ready to drop That's us close. at a, yeah, at a moment's notice. And uh, so we went into a little a little dive studio, man, called Crystal Sound in Hollywood. I mean, you could smell the puke that had been there <laughs> 15 years ago in the carpeting. It was just grunt. We place, have some of that here in this building, it, too. Uh, not, I kind of like it, actually. <laughs> but, uh, man, this place was a dive, in, but it had a vibe. Yeah, BTO left a bunch of it in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the old old building. And it had it had some soul to it, and and so we went in there, spent about three or four days, and you know we 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 played played all the tunes, and we just man, we just caught a vibe. You yeah, know, it, it was like we got done with that and went. That was we did a damn good job on those demos. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds pretty damn. Well, good. we took we took a couple of weeks off to like listen to the demos and and you know try to because we were producing the record ourselves, which was you know pretty much of a joke in, in and of itself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> talk about the inmates running the asylum, but but uh, but so we took these little cassette tapes of those demos and I, we took a couple of weeks to listen and figured we'd make some changes in the arrangements. Change and and I just got in to listen to this thing and came back a couple weeks later to start making the real album and I was like dudes I think we already made the record here just kind of by accident and so it just goes to show that a, a record that started out as a demo tape we didn't we didn't you know the technical end of it was was an afterthought man it was all about the vibe and all about the passion that we put into the, the, the performances thing goes on to sell over 10 million copies it's there's something you know something magic something to be million. learned from what a story wow it's incredible that's that's a lot yeah I mean, they, they were expected to be, uh, you know, just an average rock and roll band. I think from that point on, nobody right. saw superstardom coming. Although if you listen to previous albums, you could hear. Yeah, it was going that way. Yeah, what was, what was about to happen. So, yeah. you know And you're I mean? rich now after that. Well, there was a time, you know, there was a time, but... Uh, you know we're we are we are rich with with, with the love that that, we, that people showed us on that record, and we we are rich in the fact that we get to still go around the country and around the world and play those songs and stand up on stage, man. That's you right. know, up with four of our best. You know, here we are. You know, the five, five best friends. You know, we're singing songs in front of thousands of people. Everyone's singing along. You know, girls dancing, people rocking, and and it's just uh, we're we're very very fortunate. And, and we were, Bruce and I were just saying the other day how as time goes by. We appreciate it more and more. I mean, I, you know, yeah. you look out there and you go, man, you know, these concert tickets are not cheap, man. People right. are, people are working hard. It's not that we took it for granted, but it was real close. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, at the time, but yeah. not anymore. Not anymore, man. I we, think we, we call that in the business staying power. Well, yeah, I guess so. Much. Yeah, that's nice. It's well, nice. everybody saw it that way too. I think all these classic rock bands went through a period there when everybody thought, well, they're finished. That's right. You know, what are they still doing out there? Right. You know, and didn't realize what they had, what they had built, what they had recorded was something that was worth continuing to to tour and support and uh, admire. Right. You know. Right. 
Timmy's staying power. All right, so Kevin, we've enjoyed your singing, but can we get Bruce to do Aha. Back on the Road again? Now we're talking. I mean, we got it. Now we're talking. Ooh, they're actually going to do it. Yeah, okay. they do it. <laughs> uh, Kevin Cronin, Bruce Hall of Vario Speedwagon. Where's uh, Dave when we need him? I <laughs> <laughs> can't play guitar on that song. The, uh, the new record's called Find Your Own Way Home. It's in stores today. It's at Walmart stores. And Highland, Illinois, coming up at 6 o'clock. Oh you guys got to be leaving soon, so we... We know you. We don't want to leave, dude. Go We're having too much fun. <laughs> oh nope. See the man right there. He says no. <laughs> that was <laughs> that was one more, as he said. But uh, who Kevin, was that? I don't know. Kevin, Bruce, uh, we, uh, everybody at Casey, the, the bonds between radio stations and bands do not exist today, as they started back in the '70s and stuff. Uh, uh, it, it was a huge thrill for me personally, you know, 1978, listening to You Get What You Play For in my room in Florissant, Missouri, and to have both of you here today, a huge thrill, and we will always cherish uh, our relationship with you, and we'll never forget you because you're the first inductees How into cool the Casey Real Rock cool. Hall of Fame. That is as cool How as cool it is that? Man. We appreciate it. And, it's, and that's how it should be, man. I mean, that's how when we started out, that, that's what it's about. I mean, the it, bands and radio stations, it's, we're all in the same boat. You know what I mean? We, you know, we make the music. Someone's got to play it for us. You're, you're playing the music. Someone's got to make it for you. And we all like you. to drink. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah, so. yeah, that, that, that uh, relationship doesn't exist anymore. No. It's sad. Yeah. Because those were great times. We yeah. had so much fun with these artists as they were young and evolving just as the radio right. station was. Exactly. And we were as announcers. It was yeah. Guys, thanks again. Hey, man, and, thank uh, you. And we'll see you in the summertime, I'm yeah, hoping. Yeah, you, bet. you betcha. We'll, we'll be back. We'll, you know, obviously, our tour plans got kind of got uh, kind of sidetracked with the, it was supposed to be Ario Boston. We had a, we had 80 shows booked uh, for this summer, man, and that was just, uh, we were literally in rehearsal. What a shocker that was, man. That was Incredible. And, and just, it's so sad. And, you know, Brad, if, this you, if, you, if you ever met Brad, he was just Brad one Del of the, Brad Delp committed nice suicide. Stuff. Yeah. That's what caused that to not happen. And rock and roll—that was his yeah. reputation, and it's—it's uh, it's really sad that uh, that we lost a great singer and a, and a great guy. And uh, but you know, Ario Speedwagon will be on the road this summer. There's no doubt, and, right and we'll, we'll we'll be thrilled. You know, Brad will be will be with us in spirit, and we'll be we will be in St. Louis. We're figuring out the tour plans right now, and we will let you know as soon as we figure it out. Right on. All right. All right, well, Kevin, Bruce, once again, thanks a lot. And we're going to go out playing, uh, how about Easy Money? Is that all right? Here it comes. Wow. It's Easy Money. It's KC95. All right, there you go. And, yeah, 80 shows. That was 2007. Mm -hmm. They were planning 80 shows back then. And, you know, this is 13, 14 years later. How many more shows on top of all those that they've yes. done? That's what they created. They created this incredible musical entity that they were able to, you know, take all right. over the world for decades. Right. You know, it's an amazing thing when you stop and you think about what, what they did and what all these other bands have done. And you know what else? Um, they were in that show Ozarks, John. Ozark. That, uh, I don't know if oh, we yeah. talked about it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. <clears throat> they make an appearance on there. Oh, and, be darn. Yeah, wow. they, they have stage set up. They were going to play down there. And yeah. um, it's just it's just funny uh, how, how things have changed for everybody in this world. But yeah. you look at something like a band like REO. Things have changed a lot. Those know? bands, those Grown classic up. rock bands, were booking themselves before COVID, of course, at a higher rate than they ever booked or being booked when they were hot right. young artists making new hits. Right. It's, it was incredible. Yeah. 
Well, hopefully we get back to that here and get COVID out of the way. Yep, we will. All right, that's uh, episode 120 of the Casey Tapes. Kevin Cronin and Bruce Hall of Ario Speedwagon being inducted into Casey's Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Real Rock Hall of Fame, and uh, in a nice interview, and they played a lot of live songs there as well. But we had to cut those out or else we'd get yep. sued. Yes, we would. All right, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm STL, at STLUman, and on Instagram, I'm Johnny Hewlett. I am Favaz. That's it. <clears throat> AMF. See you later. Bye. The KC Tapes with you, man, and Favaz. For more on the history of KC, go to KC95.com or the KC mobile app.